Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast of Diving in the Gem Pool. It's great to have you here uh, watching and listening. And today I'm with Connor Keeley. How are Hi. you? I'm great. Thank you very much. Good, How are you getting good. on? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I'm, I'm glad to have you on. Of course. You know, as our newest member of uh, Jempool, uh, they're going the opposite direction from Mick, who is the oldest member of Jempool. Okay. Um, so it'll, it's nice to get the different perspective. Uh, so it's great to have you on. Um, obviously, you know, it comes as no surprise, but today we're talking about, you know, your career in recruitment so far and entering into a career recruitment. And, you know, it's, it's great to get these different perspectives, especially, you know, with, with myself, you know, being relatively new as well. So it'll be, it'll be a fun time having a, having a little chat, you know? Yeah. You know what? I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm. uh, you know, recruitment's a very interesting business. Mm. And as you said, we had the, the most experienced on previously uh with yeah. mick so you know we get a fresh take as they say yeah fresh exactly yeah. exactly exactly and sometimes uh, that's just better yeah. you know you know it's... you know i didn't say it yeah so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah look mick, mick can talk to me you know after the podcast sure it'll, be, it'll be fine it'll be fine. after it's edited and posted of course <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 edit that out edit that yeah, out fine, yeah. <laughs> but yeah starting off you know i, I always start off with, with one question and that is what's your analogy of recruitment in today's market Today's market, I feel like it's adapted quite a lot. Um, I feel like there's a lot of sales, there's like a massive sales aspect to it. Yeah. Also being able to build a, you, like a great rapport with mm. your clients, with your candidates plays a massive factor. Mm. But also being like having a, a very sociable personality, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're on a phone, you need to be able to chat to people. Mm. You need to be able to keep them engaged. And you also need to come across like genuine. Mm. You're not just trying to hit your tires, but like, yeah, okay. So what do you like? You know, you have to put a bit of enthusiasm yeah. behind your voice. It's almost like, you know, when you're like, let's say content creation, if you're streaming on any platform, you kind of up your levels a bit, bring yeah, your yeah. tone up and like keep your like viewers engaged. It's the mm. same thing with candidates on the phone. So I feel those three aspects like tie into modern day recruitment. Yeah, I like that, you know, that um, aspect of content creation oh, yeah. as well. Like we're, we're doing that here right we now, are, you in. know, um, but it, it's great to hear that because when when I uh, came into recruitment myself, I, I would have made, you know, a bit of an analogy to that as well mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, the ability to, you know, make content and how that, you know, reflects. Because if you're talking to uh, somebody who wants a job and you're just so boring and you want to quit your job, look, that's that's disingenuous for for. The person that, you know, is, is trying their hardest to, you know, get a job, you know, advance in their career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it comes across that you don't care. And I always find, you know, even when I entered recruitment that, it, it, you know, you, you want to care, you know. And because oh, yeah. it's such a big deal to, to these people involved. Yeah. So, you know, I, I definitely uh, get where you're coming from with, with being enthusiastic and wanting to help these people. So, so that's great. And. From that, you know, uh, you know, you talk about content creation. What what kind of got you in to uh, recruitment from content creation? You know, uh, and some of the hobbies, and you know, even even your your uh, college degree. What what uh, persuaded you to pursue a career in recruitment? What's funny is if you'd went to me a year ago and said you're going to be working in recruitment, I'd be like, are you mad? Like it wasn't thing. I wasn't. I don't think that was planned. Like it was mm. never like on the cards. Like I studied business and marketing for the past five years yeah. and you know, that was grand. Um, I've always had a passion for content creation, especially when I had a young age, I had a massive like passion for content creation. Mm. We're talking YouTube, we're talking Twitch, 
And then like in my own time, I started running a podcast recently. Mm. And um, I felt like those two aspects kind of helped because if you're constantly, let's say if you're streaming on Twitch, yeah, and you, let's say you mm. don't have an audience, you kind of have to fill the void. Space, like, yeah. you know, speaking wise, yeah. you kind of have to chat and just make it seem somewhat entertaining. Mm. So if somebody does draw on your content, they're engaged, they want to listen to you. Mm. I feel like that definitely helps translate into when you're talking to candidates. Yeah. Um, Aside from a content creation, like passion background, mm. I was working on Fiverr, um, freelancing okay. on Fiverr. I did nice. podcast distribution. Mm. Um, I was doing that for about two years. Yeah, a lot of uh, interesting clients on that, I'll tell you that. Connor is helping us with this coincidentally as well. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> Who does saw that coming? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. So I've been working with clients worldwide for the past two years. I'm still doing it on the side. It's handy enough. Mm. But uh, yeah, I got, I got an understanding of like meeting client demands, you know, executing requests, exec executing basically anything that they need done on time period mm. and deadlines. And all of that kind of translates into kind of recruitment. There's like, you have to meet deadlines. You have to hit targets. You have to mm. keep your clients happy. You have to keep your candidates happy. And then, yeah, no, I wrapped up my degree. I planned on doing a master's. Nice. I had applied. I was accepted. I was all done. And then all of a sudden, uh, a few things popped through on LinkedIn. I threw my name down. No harm. I'm like, ah, you know what? Seems like an, ended, an interesting role. It might be suited for you. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm. I actually got a call initially from another recruitment company. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I wasn't even on my cards. It wasn't yeah. on my cards at all. There's and other recruitment companies. There's, oh, how dare they be in our market? Toxic. But yeah, no, I got friendly a call. competition. Friendly oh, yeah. competition. Just a know? friendly bit of banter. Yeah. Where is their building again? But no, like, uh, so I got a call from them and uh, they started talking about recruitment. I'm like, interesting. It never was on my mind before. And uh, yeah, you know what? Then Genpool popped up. Nice. Got a call from Kami. And then I was like, you know what? Let's see where this goes. Mm. Met, you know, met Mick, met Kami got introduced to basically the gem pool culture which mm. like is massive here yeah, yeah um and yeah no i haven't looked back since and yeah. i've been here like four months now nice, nice. yeah still fresh still, still fresh, fresh yeah fresh off the fresh on the boat yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> but uh no that's a uh, that's really interesting you know how how, uh, how life comes at you fast you know um i definitely i definitely get that aspect of yeah. it and you know you you talked a lot about you know your experience in the past right. um, compared to recruitment. How, how have you found the transition for yourself uh, going into recruitment in terms of the deadlines that you spoke about, you know, and the workload, you know, how has it been what you've expected or has, has there been any particular moment where you're like, wow, this is, this is serious now. Yeah. You know what? Like coming into it, I had no idea, no idea. I was like, we're talking about the day before I started here. They're yeah, like, yeah what's your task going to be? And I'm like, I really have no idea. Yeah. I'm presuming I'm putting person A into company B and yeah, we're yeah. going to go from there. I didn't know much about it. I, had no, mm. I didn't have any expectation coming into the role. Um, but yeah, no, I felt that like, you know, obviously being heavily in the online market, the online, mm. like let's say space recently, recent years, you're kind of used to, let's say being on a microphone, yeah. chatting, Streaming, you kind of get used to like chatting to people mm. and that definitely helped come into the you know recruitment aspect mm. and uh yeah it's been wild um there's been busy times and there's been very quiet times yeah. as we as we all learn mm. um my first month my first month and a half was like i was very happy with how things are going yeah like we had one of our bigger clients just constantly like more yet yeah, grand keep them coming keep them yeah. coming and like as a new guy in the door recruiting tech people and coming from someone with a tech enthusiast background, mm. it definitely helped. Yeah. 
because I can chat to these guys and I can understand yeah. their lingo. I can like, you know, level with them. But it also allows you to easier evaluate their skill set, whether or not, you know, we get a lot of bluffers out there. That's the truth, right? Regardless of what industry you're in, you get a lot of bluffers. And knowing kind of having a tech enthusiast background, knowing the space, being able to tell if somebody's kind of, you know, having yawn is yeah. very, very handy, very, a very convenient skill to have. Um, and that's definitely helped a lot. So I was able to keep getting people in and they were doing well. They got in, got the role. Happy days, good start. Yeah. And it's good to, you know, have that other aspect of it as well. It's, you know, helping people and you can understand what's going on and, and what they do. Mm. And it almost, you know, helps with, you know, that sense of achievement when they get we in. do help. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I, uh, I definitely like that. And, you know, you, you talked about, the, the difference between, you know, one period versus the other, obviously, mm. you know, Christmas coming up and companies would, you know, tend to slow down, you know, and obviously we, we all have our struggles in recruitment, you mm. know, with, with drop-offs and, and the likes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, yeah. there's stories for another day. So, uh, yeah. No, no, they're for today. Well, <laughs> maybe not the stories, but your resilience behind those stories. How have you, how have you found that? you know coming in that's probably one of one of the key things as, as a recruiter you know I'm, I'm sure you know when you've interviewed for the job that's been a key aspect of mm. you getting it is, yeah. is your resilience um can you can you talk me through how have you found that you know and and what 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 helps you keep coming back that's an interesting question mm. um resilience was definitely stressed in the early especially in the interview stages and of yeah. course it has to be you're dealing with people and you can never, you don't know what's going to happen with people. Anything can yeah. pop up, right? It's only with IT, you kind of know what, 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 what's to happen. You know, it's not as, let's say, volatile, but people, they mm. can drop off like flies. Yeah. Drop off like flies. Mm. And I guess coming from a competitive back, so prior to this as a hobby, I used to compete competitively at events, in esports events. And oh, wow. you have to, like, when you're playing at the high level, and let's say, let's say an event doesn't go your way, you have a poor performance, mm. you can't let it stay on your mind. You but have which, to get over it. Which game? I played Tekken. 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 Seven, hey, there we go. Um, You'll get some fans for that. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got to compete all around Europe, essentially, playing at these events. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have off days. Same in any sport. You have off yeah. days. And these, they happen. I've had them myself. Yeah. And you know what? You just have to forget about it. Mm. You just have to forget about it and you move on to the next performance. And you're doing that for about two years straight. And having the pressure of having to perform, and let's say you don't get the performance, you just, as I said, you have to move on. Same kind of correlates when you come into recruitment. Things follow through. Like, if it's out of your hands, to be honest, it gets to a point where you just have to laugh, you know, and just see the funny side <laughs> of it. Be like, you know what? It was out of my control. I couldn't do anything to stop it. Mm. We move on. Yeah. We have a laugh about it. We, we get on to the next step. Yeah, exactly. And it shows uh, a lot of maturity as well. Uh, understanding not to beat yourself up too much about it, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously, we all have to be very critical of ourselves oh, yeah. uh, in, in terms of what we do um, to, to be better. And, and uh, that's good as well. But yeah, it, it's definitely such a shock when, when you come in as well. Um, and, you know, you, you've, you've seen the recruiters for years who've been, who've been doing it and they've just become numb to it. Yeah, um, you have to be. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and we uh, may have been cut off there. If there is any technical difficulties, <laughs> I'm sure uh, the audience will, will pick up on it. But yeah, we were talking about, um, you know, the resilience mm -hmm. uh, you have. And, you know, 
it, it's something so key for people in recruitment. And, you know, you, you look at um, people who have been in recruitment for years and they have to, they have a serious amount of resilience. You know, I'm, I'm from Mayo. So uh, plus I'm a, I'm a GA fan. So, you know, uh, you have to have there, a there, a there's a bit there. of resilience there anyways. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, for, for recruiters, especially, you know, for the years gone by, um, you, you do have to have that as well, but it does, it, it does become worth it, you know, when, when you, you know, do help people out, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm harping on about it, but it is generally one, one of the, you know, key things of being a recruitment consultant and one of, one of the best things about it, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that's something. And obviously, you know, from, from, for you, who's, who's started off in recruitment, what what advice would you have for people starting off in recruitment or why they should or, you know, should think about uh, having a career in recruitment? There's a lot of opportunities uh, for recruitment uh, for anybody that's getting into the like, recruitment side of things. Um, one thing I do really like is the fact that you're kind of your own, I say you run your own desk. You're, like you have your own little business at your own little desk. It's up to you. You get what you get, what you get out of recruitment, what you put into it. Yeah. You put in a shift and I mean a proper shift you'll be rewarded for it. Mm. Whereas if you can just, you know, if you get by, yeah, you'll get things, a few things done, a few things over the line, but it won't get you far. And I think that's where like the attitude, your attitude plays, like takes a big place in it. Is that if you have a, like um, a strong, let's say determination to work, perform, you know, to build your books up. Everyone mm. likes a nice book, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Pay the bills. Um, so yeah. One thing I would say is that like, if, if people are looking to get into it, like into the space it's like if you're if you like that having that independence mm. and you have that like drive self-drive to like move and push yourself mm. and you don't need to have someone over like pretty much over your back telling you what to do yeah and i think recruitment's a fantastic thing and if you come from like a social background if you're used to chatting to people let's say uh, through microphones or through what it is on the phone if you're like and we work in that space retail kind of translate kind, kind of well yeah. it's kind of dealing with a lot of customers all the time then mm. you know what i'd be i'm more than so you give it a shot you know okay Nice, nice. And that's great advice. I, I think for, for me personally, um, the advice is, you know, take it, take it um, in different steps. You know, you, you don't need to look too far down the line. You, mm -hmm. you have to take days as they come, as well as weeks as they come, and as well as, you know, months and quarters. But they're all very different in the way you lay them out. Right. And I, I think that's key for people not to... Get tunnel vision when they enter recruitment because it can be very daunting. You know, you're you're expected to make a certain amount of money for the company, mm -hmm. uh, expected to make a number of placements. But when you make those placements, there's there's an amazing feeling. The the adrenaline is, you know, you, you wouldn't take it like playing rugby. You know, that that's adrenaline filling. You know, doing karate full of adrenaline. But there's it's it's weird. There's a different type of uh, vibe to it. Like, yeah, 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 but it, it's still a it's still a good feeling. Which, you know, from for a lot of jobs, they have their different ways of of getting that fill. And I I don't think I expected that until I you know got myself into recruitment and you know that first placement hit. And yeah. you know you feel you feel nice about it, and it's nice to help people. So uh, again, you know, how many times can I can I say it's nice to help people in 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 We're one, all about uh, helping yeah. people at Shampoo. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> feel no. free to get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, genuinely, it is it is really nice. Um, so that that would be my advice. And the final the final question I would have is, oh, yeah. 
Where where can our pool of gems connect with you? You see why pool of gems. You, you see why I did that. Wow, you see like why I did that. I'm making it. I'm making it a thing. This I'm making guy, it a thing. genius, yeah. genius. Yeah. Um, uh, LinkedIn. You can touch base with me on LinkedIn. Uh, Connor Keeley, kind of the same name. Yeah, sadly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on LinkedIn. They're the main two platforms. Mm. If I'm on, I'm not too active on socials. I'll be honest. But like, if you want to touch base when it comes to a job opportunity stuff like that, then Connor Keeley on LinkedIn and yeah, Gempool, you'll probably see me somewhere under there as well. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, look, Connor, thanks again for coming on. Listen, and, pleasure's mine. Uh, appreciate, appreciate you coming on. And for those who don't know, Connor is also helping me with the production of this podcast. So uh, for future podcasts as well, uh, you'll get to experience more of diving in the Gempool. But for now, uh, have, a, have a great rest of your time whenever you're watching this and enjoy. Thanks for listening to us and have a great day. Later.